opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This has been an ACB Community Call. Today's Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, December 26, 2023. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Unmute. As usual, we've got a couple of announcements here at the top. The first one is we want to make sure everyone gets their questions answered. So we're going to take all first questions, and if we have time, then we can take second questions. Also, please be respectful. Um, let everyone answer their questions in the same respect that you would like your question answered. And always remember, there are no dumb questions. With me, as always, I've got Michael Babcock. How are you, Michael? I'm doing well, Martin. Yourself? I'm doing good. Thank you. Good. So uh, yesterday we published on Technically Working a... Um, Episode where Demasi and I sat down, uh, got a little bit long. Sorry about that, Marty. You know, it's an ongoing joke that you you want shorter-ish content. So it was 72-ish minutes long. Uh, but we chatted about several different technology things. And our um, not goal setting for 2024, we're setting um, themes for 2024. 23 was uh, the year of simplicity. You'll have to see what 24 is by listening to Technically Working. Um, we didn't publish something on Sunday. Uh, we kind of were spending time with family and having a good time. So that was awesome. And then on Thursday, uh, we had some additional content that was published that you can get under Unmute, presenting your favorite podcast app. Marty, what is your question of the day before we start with these hands? The question of the day is, since we just got done with Christmas, what new technology type things did you get? Whether that's a service, an app, some kind of a hardware like a phone or something else. Chime in. Let us know what you got, how you like it, and uh, how it's working for you so far. Or maybe you have a question about it. With that, answer the questions with Sheila. Go for it. And if you have any tech questions, really quickly, raise your hands and we'll jump in and try and help you out. Go ahead, Sheila. Okay. Hank, you may unmute. Hey Hank. Hank. He was oh, un- he, he was, was un- yeah before the show started. He's on mobile, so it's going to be in the bottom left corner there for you, Hank. If you're not seeing now, that, you may- there you go. Now, now you're stuck. You. Now you're stuck with me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> How can we help you today, Hank? Um, I have an error that Windows is giving in an email program that I use, and uh, it says. Let me see if I can get this. Uh, the screen reader will tell you better than I can. So is it. Um, this second. So um, this thing is really strange. I uh, uh, if you if you if you uh, give the uh, like you're in the email program. As, um, Gail uses a program called OE Classic. Anybody ever heard of it? Um, that was nope. uh, the Outlook Express Classic, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when you arrow up or arrow down in the program, uh, this mm-hmm. error comes up. And, and what it says is warning, blank, content, invalid enough, options advanced, browser and ad program, blank, default value will be used instead. So that- I, I, I heard the error and I don't. I have an answer, and I'm sorry that you had to hold on to try to get me to say that I don't have an answer. No, 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 Aside you're okay. From, but can I uh, can I change questions then? <laughs> sure, real quick. Okay, here's the deal. Gail is looking for a uh, a new email program to use instead of this program, uh-huh. and uh, you know uh, we came over on the Mayflower, so you know it's it's kind of hard to. Uh, uh, it's kind of hard for her to learn something different right now. So, and she has trouble with screen readers. Like she doesn't do well with NVDA or anybody else. So she's okay. using system access. Gotcha. Um, if I recall right, Serotech offers an email client. Is that an option for you guys to explore? 
It is, uh, but uh, she's in a writer's group, and uh, and and, uh, and and I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I would think that uh, uh, that's. I'll have to explore that. Because uh, I think uh, that would be the simplest, because otherwise you're going to get something that's going to be a lot more uh, in-depth to get to know. And I can't guarantee, because I personally don't use Serotech. Uh, I understand, access, yeah. But I, that's the avenue I would go down to explore. Okay, well, that works. Perfect. Um, well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we appreciate it. Well, I'll stay and listen if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, of course. 73 is and have a great day. Hey, uh, uh, you know, we need... Uh, uh, can I give you my email address real quick, or you want me we to can't do that? Email? We can't do it Just on send here. Just send me an email to feedback at unmute.show, and uh, we'll communicate via email. Okay, very good. All Thank right, you so much. Yep. You bet. Cheers. Abraham. Hey, Abraham. So, um, has an update. Uh, what's new? And um, have you guys used PictureSmart? I have never used it. Um, so I have used Picture Smart a little bit, um, not as much as some of these other image recognition services. And I just learned about one over the weekend for the Mac that uses GPT for image recognition too. Uh, Picture Smart with JAWS though will give you some details in the images, and they may have improved that. And I don't know what's new in the December 2023 update, but I will see if I can find that out and let you know. Okay, cool. Basie. Hey, Basie. How are you? Basie, you're still muted. <clears throat> well, there I we got go. a friend, and she's holding on to her. Um, she's holding on to her uh, stream, too. Uh, don't know why so much, because <laughs> uh, she could get a stream three if she wanted to. But uh, she just recently got a, a battery. And for some reason, it's still not holding a good charge. And I don't understand why. Um, can you explain that? Because it's, I don't understand why it shouldn't be holding a good charge. You just got a new one. There could so, be something else going on with the device besides the battery, something that's draining it. Uh, Michael, hello, it's my in? question. She's asking about me. Can I collaborate? This is sure. Valerie. Go ahead. Um, anyway, um, uh, anyway, I don't know. Um, the the trouble with the the it, it does when it goes down to okay, it's fine when it's uh, goes from a hundred percent down to twenty percent, but when it gets to be twenty eighteen percent or sometimes more like twenty five percent, it stops playing. I mean, I play it for a minute and then it turns off, and I keep trying to turn it back on, and it turns off. And then, and then at eighteen percent, it says um, it says battery low, Victor powering off. So to me, it sounds like there could be something uh, that could be default that could be defective in the way that the Victor is interpreting the battery status. I don't know enough about the Victor two. Um, I do have one, and I appreciate Valerie you providing that clarification because I was thinking it could be an issue with the cable. But ultimately, it sounds like it could be an issue with the uh, device itself and the computer calculating how much battery is left. I would reach out to Humanware. I don't know if they provide any support for that specific device. They're closed device. today. Does anyone know when it's opening? Uh, they, I would suspect if they're not open today, they should be open tomorrow. Um, I'm kind of surprised they're closed today, but I would try them tomorrow then. Okay, so of they, course, so they would uh, the ultimate answer. Yep, they would be the ones that could help you the best. Of course, we they, appreciate they did, it, Valerie. They did, they did mention one thing that you can recalibrate. In other words, if it's um, mm -hmm. that sometimes that happens with the batteries, so you can recalibrate by... Um, you know, short plugging it in where, wherever it stops playing, mm -hmm. and then and then and then get it back to a hundred percent, and yeah, then so go you, down again. So, so they'd probably be able Three to times. walk you through those steps too to be able to do that if you haven't tried that yet as well. Now, I have only one more question, and that is uh, now I've gotten two representatives from Humanware telling me two different things. That one says I should charge it for five hours, and the other says, no, that's not necessary. When it says 100%, you can, you know, unplug it. 
and you know let it discharge the, i guess the so, demo unit that i have that that i experiment with i do charge it 200 percent. it takes about four ish hours and that's when i remember to pull it off the charger but if it says 100 percent and it's only taken an hour and a half i'm gonna take it off the charger um because that's at 100 percent. so thank you valerie appreciate it sheila who do we got okay. next jewel hey jewel thanks hey, for jewel. your patience Hey guys, how are you? Um, how are you? So last week, um, I think it was last week. I mentioned about the NFC chips that I've received, the little tags, um, mm-hmm. and I got an app called Smart Tools for NFC for creating labels for those tags. Mm-hmm. And when I test it, it writes to it. So, like, say I write um, testing, testing, you know, just to see what happens because I can erase it. Yep. That writes, but if I put anything more, it says stack error. And I looked it up, and it's it. These are 508 byte um, chips, so they should be able to hold uh, up to 508 characters. Correct. Mm, um, let me verify that. Okay, um, that's what I was seeing. Um, yeah. But it's saying stack error, which I looked up, and that's usually because it doesn't have enough room. But okay. unless I've only put like two words, it it gives me the stack error. Right. Now, have you tried to use a different application with it? And do you experience I similar have. results? Yes. Like with shortcuts? I, I used um, uh, shortcuts do- doesn't do it because it's not actually storing anything but other than the shortcut mm-hmm. um, action, which is small right. enough. But writing anything to it does the stack error. Um, so I'm not having that issue with shortcut. I've had I've done a shortcut on one of these NFC chips, no problem. But I have used um, there's another one called NFX Writer, and it was also okay. giving the stack error. Okay. Um, so I'm wondering, like, does do I just need bigger chips? <laughs> so apparently they do have a standard size, and I'm sure you've mm-hmm. already looked this up of 96 mm-hmm. to 512 bytes. So if you have the 512, mm-hmm. you have the largest it, ones that are that available. Sh- Okay, yeah, so, five. I thought it was said five hundred eight, but it should be. I guess it was five twelve. So yeah, these are five twelve byte um, NFC chips. Yeah, so I I don't think that it's a bigger one that you might need to get. Mm-hmm. I think maybe experimenting with some different tools. Um, mm-hmm. I thought doesn't IO? Mm, yeah, th- there may be some other tools. Uh, doesn't okay. iOS offer the ability to write directly to an NFC tag, um, whatever you're trying to write to it? Because you could create I... a shortcut that writes to that tag for you. There's so also some what... pre-made shortcuts already in the shortcuts app specifically for that. They give you what some I like, would... stock options. The question, the follow-up question I had is um, related to that actually, because I was I found a shortcut for opening a file, like in your files app. Uh-huh. Um, but I've been trying to figure out how to write a file. Can you take a note and create a file out of it? Because I have not found a way to do that. So you want to take a note and write a file, like create a file out of that note? Is that what I want to be able to write a file, like create my own file. Like, for example, if I have a knitting pattern and mm-hmm. I want to put this chip in my my craft bag, mm-hmm. that this is the pattern for this specific project then i want to be able to put a file in my phone that this is the pattern because it's my own pattern not somebody else's gotcha so you want to be able to touch that nfc sticker and then reference that file right exactly bring that pattern are you talking about writing that in notes and then turning that into a file right or how would i write a file well, you could, if you did it in notes, once you have mm-hmm. the note written, then I believe you can do share and then you can append to or save as in something else like Dropbox yeah, it, or I, in something else. Okay. So, I, I tried doing a save to files from notes and it would not do it. Do I need to do it somewhere else and then put it to files? Maybe just do it in a plain text document and just save it as a plain text document document and save that wherever you want to try and save that to. Yeah, I didn't see any options for that. I mean, not in notes, using a different, like just a plain text editor or markdown editor oh, in plain like, text. Like on my laptop? They have them That's for your phone step. too. Okay. Hmm. Okay, I'll see if I can do that. Right, it just thanks, adds Joel. an extra step. 
it just yeah. adds an extra step that I don't really need, you know? I, I mean, I maybe you could try using drafts because uh, you could write in plain text and drafts and it will also sync it to the cloud and you can save it okay. anywhere. So, okay, that's a good option. Thank you. Yep. All right. Restoria. Hey, Restoria. How are you? I'm doing good. I have um, three contact files uh, Microsoft uh, on my phone and Google. If I sync them, will it erase any of them? Or how can I sync them? I'm trying to get it into one file. And after, if whatever you tell me to do, what's the best program to um, so put them in? I'll tell you what I did. Others will probably have different opinions. So what I ended up doing when I was in this situation is I exported my contacts from uh, my iCloud on my phone, and I exported them from my computer. And then I went to contacts.google.com, and I signed in there, and I imported all of my contacts to my Google account. And I did this a couple years ago. Um, and when I did that, then I was able to merge any duplicates that I have, and then it didn't delete any of them, but all of my contacts were available. And then on my phone, I just made sure I was signed into the Google account with my contacts and didn't have contacts turned on for anything else. Okay. Now, I don't have an iPhone. I have an Android. Would it be the same? Yep, that's actually the reason I went with Google instead of Apple is because I switched between the iPhone and the Android and I wanted something that would make sure that I always had my contacts with me. So Google's what won out because Google, you sign in with your Google account, your contacts are all there. So you're already halfway there. What you just need to do is get all your other contacts, go to contacts.google.com on your computer and then import those contacts that are on your computer Um and it will uh, merge that data, it will not erase them. Okay. Then I can put them in groups, and when I get ready to, it'll just pull up those names? Yep, then you can move them into groups, and those groups will show up on anything that you're signed into your Google account with for your contacts. Okay. So you don't have to get the contacts from your phone, because the ones on your phone and the ones on your Google account should be matching already. No, they're not. Oh, they're but, not. No. Um, so I'll send you an email so you can give me those instructions again. Certainly. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate it. Thanks. No story. Thanks for story. Thank you. Have a good one. Good luck. Priya. Hey, Priya. How are you? You're still muted, Priya. Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you. There you go. Um, we can hear you now. So good. my question is in Outlook. Um, I do not know how to search for an email. What How do I do, do you want? Is this on an iPhone or a Mac or, or a Windows machine? What do you want? It's on a Windows laptop. Sorry. Okay. So I'm going to... And I use JAWS. You're okay. a JAWS user. So when mm-hmm. I do a frantic uh, search, uh, I'm told Control F will do that, but I'm certain that someone else will raise their hand and provide some additional information because I don't use Outlook on a regular basis. So if you use Outlook and search your email regularly, uh, Priya, you're trying to find a message from someone specifically or a subject specifically, correct? Yes. Yeah. So if if Control F works, raise your hand and let us know. This is Cindy. I can answer it. Hey, Cindy. Hey, Cindy. Hey. Uh, So Control E is Thank what you. I use in Outlook, control E, and you can put any search query there. So if you're in your main file of your emails and you're looking for say from unmute or something on unmute, I just would write unmute and enter. And then uh, it will pull up anything where unmute, including where it is in your email. Uh, so if you know the email address in the, Edit field, just type in the email address or the person's name. Anyway, control E. Control E is the keystroke I knew existed. I just didn't remember it. So thank you, Cindy. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks, Cindy. Appreciate it. Who do we got next there, Sheila? Lynn. Lynn Moore, you may unmute. Hey, Lynn. How are you? Hi. How's everybody? Hope everybody had a good holiday. Doing good. And thank you. We did. I just wanted to answer the question. (laughs) All right. Go for it. What'd you get? Well, well, so... I'm afraid that I, I did get this for myself mm-hmm. for Christmas. There's I got no a Sonos. Rule where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I got a Sonos. Ooh, oh, cool. Nice. 
And I love it. I am having one little glitch, but I'm hoping to figure it out at some point. Um, but anyway, besides that, I, I love it. It was easy to pair because I think I asked you that guys that question a while ago. You probably don't remember, but I did. And and it was easy to pair. So um, most importantly, uh, what is the sound quality like on it? You like it? Oh, yeah, I do. I had I had a system before that had like a subwoofer and two speakers and I mean like that was great but it was really hard to hook up all the time mm-hmm. and and I mean it sh- it was it was what it was close to 16 years old so it, it was kind of dying it was shorting out and stuff and this so, new speaker has a battery so you can take it around with you right it does not have a battery oh, no did not battery. I got the okay. Sonos 5 okay but I still um at least I don't think so <laughs> no, the Sonos Maybe. Five does not have a battery. Okay, I was going to say if it one. does. Okay, no. Yep. Um, so it it doesn't, but it's it's fairly like I can carry it out into the living room and and hook it up when we want to listen to a movie. I have it in my room, my bedroom usually. So it's it's only fourteen pounds, so it's not that hard to do. Um, yeah, and excellent. it's only one unit as opposed to many units that you have to hook up. So well, enjoy it. Keep so. us posted. Thanks for Thank letting you. us know what you got. I love you. I love it. I love it a lot. So All right. Thanks. You're welcome. Sheila. All right. Jamaica. Hey Jamaica, how are you? Hello. Um I am asking a question be- about about Zoom because I'm having some some uh weird things happening with Zoom and I'm just wondering if if um if I uh, if um, because it's saying it's wanting me to, it's wanting me to upgrade. It's wanting me to, um, it, it's wanting me to upgrade. It's wanting me to um, go in, uh, go into participants list. It's just doing a whole bunch of uh, crazy things like that. And I'm just wondering if there's certain things that I need to be check checking on to see what's going on because I'm, well, I'm I am using a Windows 10 computer right now and I'm also using a uh, using um Google Chrome as the as the browser and then I'm also using Thunderbird to get into uh, I mean using Thunderbird to 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 get into it at this time because this is the one that my family had that's the email program that my family has right now so so first thing let's address the zoom update issue so they put out just like everybody else updates quite often and a lot of the time it will fix bug issues so if you're having problems with certain things they try and address those issues and they do that through an update so majority of the time it's always good to update because it will repair the bugs that maybe that you're dealing with or sometimes they'll add new features that will help enhance the program so it's always pretty good to update um that way you're always on top of making sure that the bugs get fixed which is the most important thing and sometimes you get new features and michael do you want to chime in on the other thing well first yeah i i also want to say jamaica i understand how frustrating that can be that especially when all you want to do is jump into a zoom meeting so you can participate with people it's uh got to be irritating so if zoom tells you that there's an update i would go through that process and follow the instructions to do the update and then check to see if it fixes the issue where it keeps putting you in the participants view because sometimes it's things like that that updates can fix um so hopefully that helps you out okay Thank you. No worries. Thanks for reaching out. Sheila, who is next? Teresa. Hey, Teresa. How are you? Okay. Oh, I'm glad y'all um, got me because I was fixing to walk around here. I'm glad I'm able to stay uh, mobile while I'm talking. Um, I mean, stay stationary. I mean, I wanted to um, pass along to somebody who said humanware was closed, wasn't in today. Um, if they're out of Canada, I think today is Boxing Day up there. And that might be why they're closed. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't did hold hear me that. to it, but I, but um, I did hear today was I Boxing figured, Day up there, actually. Right. But I, I figured that's a possibility. Um, I wanted to say, now this isn't really high tech, but I got um, a pair of wireless headphones for Christmas and I can um, plug them into a device that has a, you know, a, a what's it called? A line 
a line in jack, a line out jack, and I can, um, let's say I can walk away. I can have my Alexa on. I can plug them in. I can walk around with my headphones on, and I enjoy doing that. That sounds um, awesome. Well, that sounds be, like a good uh, yep. holiday thing to get. Oh, yeah. Instead of having to be stuck in one place listening to something, and then I don't have to, um, let's say I want to listen to something on my Alexa device. Oh, I'm sorry. I hope nobody has one around close by. But I can listen to um, something with the headphones on, and my husband can watch TV or do whatever he wants to do. That's excellent. Well, enjoy it. Yes. Uh, and I also ordered from uh, Brett, you know, the Harville company. I ordered one of those new Alexas um, and the um, docking station that you can um, uh, carry around. Let's say you want to take it outside and play it outside, and then you want to bring it back in. That sounds great. Well, thanks for letting us know what you got. That sounds awesome. Right. All right. Well, have a good one. Right. He had a special going on up until 11.59 Central Time last night. And things Mm. were marked down, so I wanted to take advantage. Yeah, definitely. Congratulations. Enjoy it. And uh, Sheila, who do we got next? Thank you. Deborah. Hey, Deborah. How are you? I'm good, and uh, Happy New Year to everybody. And, yep, yep. Uh, not quite yet. Don't rush it too quick. We still got oh, a Oh, I know, days. but in case I don't mm-hmm. talk to you again. <laughs> yep, <laughs> thank you very that. much. Yeah, um, and yes, it is uh, Boxing Day here in Canada, so they'd probably be, be uh, closed human wear. But what I wanted to ask you is, um, if I'm reading, um, say, um, an email and it says it gives a link to um, to email somebody. Now I wanted to email, get on Herbie's Herbie Allen's uh, cooking corner list. Mm-hmm. So I pressed the the link, and what uh, Outlook does, what my Outlook does, is it goes to um, it goes to like reading pain, and it goes to um, it goes into my drafts, and then I find when I'm tabbing around other conversations from messages that I've, you know, that I've I've written to other groups. So I, I used to be able to just, you know, click on the link and then go to uh, subject mm-hmm. and um, go to tab down to the like the edit field to write my message. But right. it doesn't allow me to do that now. So it could be several different things. Um, one mm. thing that comes to mind, um, and and I think I'm understanding correctly what happened. So when you click on this link that says subscribe to the ACB Cook's email list, um, yeah. and you click on that, it doesn't put you in a new message where no. that email address is already put in too. It no. puts you in your drafts folder. And yeah, then... it says something about reading pain, and then if okay. I... Yeah. So um, if you send us an email, I will find the article unless you want to do some searching. That would honestly be faster. Uh, Freedom Scientific did a webinar a couple of years ago where they give you some steps to go disable your reading pain, disable your preview pain. Uh, There's uh, like five different view changes that you can go into the options and change to optimize the experience of Outlook with JAWS. So if you want me to find that webinar and I'll probably find it in the next day or so, drop me an email or I'll forget. Otherwise, just search for for optimizing jaws uh optimizing outlook with jaws and you'll find some webinars out there that freedom scientific has done okay and i think sometimes, that'll solve your problems because sometimes then, i wonder if i if i went into um uh what is it that the uh the the view menu um i think it's with with alt v mm-hmm. i wonder if that might be a good thing sometimes i find it a little difficult searching for uh, for things. And- yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So if you drop us a quick email, I will send you the exact link. They have a text document that you can follow the directions of where you go into okay. the options in Outlook to do it. But I do believe it's also an audio recording. So if that's easier for you to listen to where they do it with JAWS, then mm-hmm. you'll have that option too. But drop us a quick message and we can get you that resource. So you're, uh, what is it? Uh, Feedback un- at unmute.show. Dot show. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Thanks a okay. lot. Yep. Thank you. Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. How Hello. are you? Hello. Um, I, I returned from getting more molasses and cr- dried cranberries because I've been asked to make yet more oatmeal cookies. The last batch worked 
really well. Um, so we're deep in the midst of cookies. So may all of you have cookies. Yum. Um, <laughs> with that, with that preamble, when I go into Google, when I go into the edit box and I start typing in the edit box, Google starts chattering and yammering and <laughs> there's something going on. I need to change a setting so it won't try to fill up or think it knows what I'm doing or something because all it does is talk and get in my way and I have a hard time writing while it's doing that and I seem to have a hard time editing while it's doing that. Or so that's my text. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So that's my question and also I have a couple of comments regarding the people who are using Windows 10 including Jamaica who may have forgotten and she, she talked about using Chrome, Google Chrome. And people forget that they need to go in when they're in Google Chrome, hit Alt, Shift, Delete together and tab across and check all those boxes and get rid of all your cookies and your cache stuff and things. And sometimes that will help your web browsing and also your Zoom experience. And, and of course, going into properties with the um, applications key and then doing disk cleanup has never hurt anybody. It just cleans up messes that you may have forgotten you needed to clean up. So it may not solve your problems, but it won't make them any worse. And it may it may help in some cases. So what do I do about Google? The first thing is turn off predictive text because that's how do I do that? So are you yeah, is this on your Windows machine? Yeah, it's a Windows Michael, 10 computer. Is there a so, setting in Google? So I don't actually know how to turn off the suggested search. Um, I believe there it may be a way to do that. What I would do in the interim, Elizabeth, unless there's a reason you don't do this, is right. the way I got around it is I stopped going to Google's webpage to do a search because it was driving me out the window and yeah. I was ready to throw my computer. I so know. if you hit control L or uh, control yeah. D, however you right. get to the address bar, you can do your Google search right there. If no, it I used, can't. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. No worries. If it uses Bing or a different search engine and doesn't do a Google search, right. um, if you go to your Chrome settings, which I believe you can get to with control comma quickly, and right. then go into your Chrome settings and uh, at the top, there's a edit field that you can do a search for. Type in the word search in the search, and then that will bring you to a place where you can pick what your default search engine is. I so then you pick Google, Google there. You don't want it to be Google? Not really, no. Okay, I, well then pick I, a different one in that dialogue and then just search from your address bar and then you don't have to deal with Google's I, uh, combo I, I do that, but every once in a while I need to use Google and I would like to use Google because my other search engines, Bing or, or DuckDuckGo or something, don't give me the results I want or enough results or whatever. So sometimes I do need to use Google and I was just wondering if somebody knew a nifty way to get it to stop doing that. So on DuckDuckGo, use G explanation mark space and then your Google search, and that'll search Google, and then you don't have to go to Google's website. G, wait a minute. So G exclamation, so you preface your search with G exclamation mark. And, and then, then I space, space. And then do your search, and then it'll search Google and give you Google search results in the DuckDuckGo interface. See, this is the reason he's doing this show and I'm not. You're brilliant. This is <laughs> so get, really good. There, G exclamation there, space. And then I can put things in quotes and do all those things. Yep. And they're they're called bang commands. So you can search Amazon with that. You can search YouTube with that. There's different shortcuts in DuckDuckGo and using those. So I would take a look at those. Where do I find those? Are they, duck, are they duck, lost in? Duckum. Duckum. DuckDuckGo bang commands. And you'll find them. Duck, duck, go. What do you call them? Commands? Bang commands. B-A-N-G commands. I got it. I got mark. it. This is yep. brilliant. This is yep. worth my entire day of techie hunting. That's really wonderful. <laughs> well, I'm glad to help, Elizabeth. Get, play oh, with that a little it. bit. All right. All right. Elizabeth, thank you. Definitely Who's next, Sheila? cookie. <laughs> All right. We don't have any new hands. So, okay. Abraham. Um, hi. So, I keep on forgetting to answer Marty's question. So, I got uh, echo dot my first Echo device. Um, and with that, I'm trying to load the Alexa app on my computer, but it's giving me the annoying capture and I can't change it to an audio capture with the, on Windows. Um, not sure if you know how to do that. So, and then, uh, 
Okay. Let, let's start with that first one, Ibrahim. Uh, this annoying CAPTCHA, because this just came to me, is it a standard CAPTCHA that just says enter the words, or is it a click all the stop signs? Um, no, it's a uh, wait, wait. So have you, do you have access to Be My AI, and have you tried to take a picture of your computer oh, screen? Oh, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't, because my screen is always off. But I will ah. do that. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I didn't think about that until just now, and I wonder if that could solve some CAPTCHAs. I'll have to play yeah. that. Um, and then um, I got those smart Casa TP-Link light bulbs. Um, but for some reason, uh, uh, so I connected, and then I connect to its Wi-Fi thing, mm-hmm. and then I tell it, give it um, access to my Wi-Fi, and then it just doesn't connect. Are you using um, Eero? I don't know what that is. So, no. So router, who, no. who I, provides your Wi-Fi? I got the deal. Um, I got a D-Link router. Okay. Um, yeah. In some of these instances, you may need to, if possible, disable your 5 gigahertz network and only allow 2.4 for the device to connect. Okay. When it comes okay. to smart home devices, I that think I has been an issue. I think I 2.4 gigahertz network, though. Okay. Um, are are yeah. they differently named? Like, do you have... Yes. Some routers name them the same, and you have to go in and disable the five gigahertz. Oh, okay. Uh, let me check that. Let me check yeah. that. That's what I would okay. check to see if that helps. And uh, TP Link may have some additional troubleshootings information as well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ibrahim. And enjoy those Echo Dots. I, I have an Echo Pop. Uh, I heard the third generation Echo Dot, and I need to check out the new one because. Oh, yeah, I got the Echo Pop too. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty nice little speaker for sure. All right, Sheila, who do we got next? Belle Mills. Hey, Belle. Hello. How are Hope you? Everybody had a Merry Christmas. You as well. Um, so I got myself an Echo Dot Base. I guess that's what you call it, uh, that oh. you plug in and mm-hmm. uh, charge and take uh, uh, your, take the Echo Dot with you everywhere. And um, I'm enjoying it. It's it's just really a great thing. So I wanted to ask, uh, how do you get rid of group messaging? I mean, I yesterday I got a group message I didn't ask for. I didn't want it. And all of these messages came in. Is this on your phone? Yes. So you're in a group text message? Yes. And you don't want to be a part of that group, or you just don't want right. it to annoy I, I you. Asked, it is very annoying. I didn't ask for it. I I sent an email, and in fact, I I, I asked her. I said, "What is your telephone number?" Because I saw all these numbers, and yeah. uh, and actually, I saw her name and a number right beside it that was not even her number. And uh, you know, she sent it to me, but I told her, I said, "Please." Take me off of this group. You can message. remove yourself, I believe. You can uh, go to that group and you can flick up I, and it could remove I, you. I'm sorry, Marty. I actually have an answer to that. All right, go for it. You can't remove yourself from a group message. The only way to remove a group message, because I've had this issue, is to block everybody in that group. Oh, okay. And you so, can do that by going up to the top next to that back button is um, how many contacts or how many people are in that group chat. And then you tap on that, you go down to info and it'll list all the numbers that are in that group and you just go and block each one. It's really annoying, but that's the only way to do it unless the person who originally started the group um, takes you off. Okay. I asked her to do it, and but yeah. it got so bad, I, I had to turn off my phone. I, I couldn't stand it. And, but, the other thing you can do um, is if it's just because it's the notifications that are driving you nuts, you can actually mute that whole group, swipe down with voiceover until it says hide notifications, and that'll just stop the notifications for you. So I'm a little confused, and, and I appreciate your feedback there, um, but if I tap on the name of a group at the top, and in the top section, uh, there's a checkbox that says show and shared with you, there's hide alerts, and then there's leave this conversation. Are you guys talking about something different? Because that's how I typically have left conversations. Yeah. It's just, just leave? You can yeah, just, leave, just leave this conversation at the top of that, in the top section. 
Okay. Maybe that's I'm, a new thing that they added because okay. I did report that you couldn't leave the group and it was really annoying. Yeah, so that's an iOS 17, um, and and that's specifically how I do it. Unfortunately, Bell, I don't know of a way to prevent people from adding you to a group in the future. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, thanks a lot, and hope you enjoy that Echo Base. That is awesome. All right, Sheila, do we have anyone else? Looks like we've got about uh, 18 minutes. Yeah, you're good. Um, Priya, you may unmute. Hey, Priya. You're still you muted, Priya. Okay, well, Jewel, did you have a question? Sorry, did you call my name, Priya? Yes, yes ma'am. Yes. Oh, yes, so um, for some reason in Zoom, I have to rename myself every time I join, even though I am logged in. You go to a web browser, go to Zoom, and log in there with your credentials? I have not tried that. And what device are you on, an iPhone? or? Yes, yes. It's, I have an iPhone 7, and I have the Zoom app. Okay, and so. you're signed in on the Zoom app, but you still have to rename yourself when you go into a Zoom meeting? Yes. That would I just be show the- up as iPhone, so... Yeah, that would be the next thing I would try is to go into Safari and sign into Zoom um, in okay. on your phone because then that way Zoom will see you when it bounces you out to their website and then back into the Zoom app. It'll see that you're signed in, uh-huh. and hopefully that'll help. Uh, it, it should uh-huh. only require you to sign in with the Zoom app, um, but I'm not sure. What, what OS is that 7 running? Is that 17 or 16? For I'm iOS, sure. because I also wonder if there's something not playing well with the latest updates, because that is a little bit older of a device, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, that it is. I'm also <laughs> looking into getting a new phone. Okay. Any opinions? What do you do with your get? phone? Like, what kind of stuff do you do with your phone? Um, text messaging, phone calls, Facebook, WhatsApp, emails. Well, um, like emails, I will say this: if you notes. are Addicted to the home button and you do not want to get rid of the home button, I would suggest getting the iPhone SE 22. So basically, it is the same as like an iPhone 7 or an iPhone 8. They didn't change the outside. So the screen and the body, the button and all that's exactly the same. But the insides are updated to what's pretty current right now. You can get a bigger hard drive and a current processor. And okay. those are pretty inexpensive these days. You can find them, you know, around $500. Sometimes they're even less than that. Sometimes you can find them, you know, with the larger hard drives in them. Typically, they come out of the box with no upgrade for 64 gigs, but you can update it to, I believe it's 256. It might be 128. You'd have to double check on that. Um but that would be a solid way to go if you don't want any change in the way your iPhone works physically and the way it looks and feels, and you still get the home button. From there, if you want to go okay. up, then you're getting rid of the home button, and you'll have to learn how to do the swipe up from the bottom. But then you get some newer technologies, you know, Face ID and the uh, larger screen and things like that. And the lowest model they have right now, and that would be the 12. You could find the iPhone 12, and they go all the way up to 15 and anywhere in between there. So just depends on what you're looking for and what your budget is. Okay. Okay. Thank you for that. Yep, no problem. Can I jump in? I just have to leave in a moment to a different meeting. Um, But if you want to try um, in your Zoom app, click on Join Meeting and choose any of the ACB meetings um, and then just manually type in the meeting ID or copy and paste that meeting ID and password and then type in your screen name there that you want. Um, And then Zoom will save that screen name for all future meetings. Good call, Ibrahim. Thank you. I didn't think about that. Um, So, yeah, just manually enter or copy and paste the meeting ID in the Zoom app and then put in the name you want it to remember you as. And then the next time you join the Zoom meeting, you should be uh, that name that you had put in there for the screen name instead of an iPhone. Uh, Because it's always nice to have a name. Sheila, who do we got next? Yeah. Hi there. Yeah, you can unmute. Hello. Um, I have a question. I got a headset for Christmas, and I didn't know what kind to ask for. Or any- Anyway, what it is, it's a head- regular headset without Bluetooth or any of that stuff. And 
it has a microphone and down a little ways on the wire, there's a button that you can push. I have enough vision to see that if I push the button in, the light, there's a light on the button blinking. And if I push it in again, it stops. Now, I thought that was to turn my mic on and off um, or to, to unmute my audio. Like I just tried it a little while ago in here. And <laughs> so, it's not working. I don't know what that button is for. I, I think there's some confusion and working with a company that sells a headset that has a similar feature. And I don't know if this is the same thing. Um, that mute and that, that could be a mute button. And when the light is on, then maybe it's telling you that your microphone is muted. And when it's off, then your microphone is unmuted or vice versa. Um, what I suspect is happening is you're expecting it to unmute you in Zoom. Is that correct? Yeah, I was wondering if it would. It would. It, it probably would not unmute you in Zoom. So what would happen is um, I've had myself muted most of this call, but Sheila, if she looked at my name, would only see that I am unmuted in Zoom um, So because I'm muting myself on the microphone. So what would probably have to happen, and you could test this by getting into a Zoom room with a friend or two to verify, is you would stay unmuted in Zoom, and then you would, instead of muting or unmuting in Zoom, you would mute or unmute on the headset itself. And then um, that would cut off your audio. But again, I would test that with a friend before trying it in a meeting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because my nephew who gave it to me thought that that would, you know. And yeah, I was wondering if that yeah. the same as yep. like right, right then I, or... Okay. Yeah. We, right, right then I was just muted and you weren't able to hear me. Um, and so I think that's what's happening. So I would experiment with that while you are unmuted in Zoom and then just try muting on the headset. It's not going to show you in Zoom muted, but it should mute the audio on your microphone. Huh. Okay. Give that, give that a try and All come right. back and let us know, Kim. Thanks for uh, reaching Thank out. Thank you. Sheila, who do we got next? Okay. You've got 10 minutes. And of course, we need to go a couple minutes early. So you got about seven minutes. Yo, get up. Jewel. Hey, Jewel. Hey, I was actually just going to answer um, Marty's question. Go okay. for it. Figured, you know, if there's no other questions, I might as well. Um, so, other than the NFC chips, um, I actually got two tech things one uh, hardware, one software. And I got me a. Um, well, first the app, I got the Magic Research app. Um, it's a game, obviously. It's mm-hmm. a crafting game, and I am loving it. I think it was like, it was like four bucks for that thing. Three bucks. I think it was three ninety nine. so it's four bucks. It's worth nice. it. Nice. Absolutely worth it. It's a lot of fun. If I've got some downtime, I play it. I'll, and if I don't have some downtime, it just fills up and waits for me, which is what I want. I don't want it to play unless yeah. I'm there. Um, you know, I don't want to get notifications. Hey, come play, come play. You know, I'm like, no, I'm busy. <laughs> nope, I'm going to delete your app. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I got real quick is a um battery pack. It's the starts with the anchor anchor battery pack. Uh-huh. I got it during the Black Friday sale right after Thanksgiving. Um, usually those are like eighty bucks. I got it for twenty. So I was so excited. Yeah. I've been wanting it for years, and I was like, I'm not spending eighty bucks on it, but that's the same one for twenty bucks. Mine. So Anchor's um, a great I product had... too. They make really great products. Oh yes, uh, it's why I wanted it. But it was my wish list. For, it's been in my wish list for years, and I just happened to notice it was on sale. Um, I looked at you know what's on sale in my wish list for Black Friday. And I was like, uh, yeah, getting yeah. it. Yep, and yep. I actually have a backpack that um, I've had this backpack for a while, and I got it with the expectation that I was going to get a battery pack. You can put your battery pack in a pocket on the inside of your backpack, plug it in, and on the outside, there is a plug-in mm-hmm. that is kind of subtle, mm-hmm. and you can plug in your iPhone charger or you know whatever charger you have. It's, it has to be a USB charger. You plug that into that um, outside plug, and you don't have to take your battery pack out of your laptop, I like it. out of your backpack. You just plug it right into your backpack, and then you can put your your device in the outside pocket or, you know, right back into the pocket and it hides everything. That's awesome. Sounds like a good yeah. backpack. Yeah. I love it. I've had that backpack for years with expectation, get the battery pack, but finally <laughs> got the back, the battery pack for it. So. Well, thanks, Jewel. Appreciate it. Enjoy those yeah. Christmas presents. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Anisio. Hi, good, e- good morning and happy holidays for everyone. 
You too. Thank you. Mari, to answer your question, my favorite gift this Christmas was low tech or high tech. I'm not sure. It's a okay. Braille watch. It's a Braille, oh, Braille watch. watch. My, wife, nice. my wife kept complaining. My old Braille watch, I've had it for 10, 15 years. It was scratched, this and that. So she surprised me with a new one. It's a technology that still works. And you can tell the time in pri- with the privacy, which I yep. love. That's great. Uh, anyway. Well, I don't have a question, but I wanted to, for those folks that were asking questions about Outlook, a feature that I really, really like in Office is Alt-Q, right? Alt-Q, you write whatever mm-hmm. your query is and start arrowing down, and chances are you get your answer <clears throat> right there. So I really like it. One thing I do a lot with Outlook is arrange my emails by... <clears throat> From, for example, if I'm looking for a specific person or by subject, and then I can more easily find those emails, especially when you have a lot of emails in your inbox. Yes. So that's all. Perfect. Thanks Great. Again well, for thank you very service. much for chiming in. We appreciate that. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Elizabeth. Yeah. Hi there. As information, if people get some kind of device, a pair of headphones or a speaker or a whatever it is you got, a router, whatever. If you write down, if you get your relative to tell you... You're muted, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, you're muted. Oh, I don't know. I no, got muted. No, no, you're not. You weren't. That I, was I weird. Your audio just cut out like you were yeah. muted, but you weren't muted. And it so. said the host muted me is what it told me. Okay, we don't know why that is. It's just, it's the ghost of Christmas past, which is... Okay. <laughs> so if you've got so, a new piece of technology... Yeah, if you've got a new piece of technology and you can get your sighted relative to tell you the manufacturer and the serial number on the thing, you can always put that information into your favorite search engine and you will possibly get documentation in a form you can read or a website or useful information, which may or may not help you with the button problem like the lady with the headphones. But mm. it's always good to know that. And it's pretty good to keep a record of that number and the serial number and stuff, because maybe you'll be able to find documentation. More and more of it's winding up online. So it's just a thought. Yes, ma'am. Oh, and use the technology available to you, too. If you if you don't have fan, friends or family, uh, remember, if you have access to Be My Eyes, you can try taking a picture of it Absolutely. and see if it can get that model info for you. It's amazing what it can pull out. So Yeah, yeah. It really does work very well. Yep. So thanks a lot, Elizabeth. Appreciate your uh, support. And it looks like it is about that time and we don't have any hands. Is that correct, Sheila? Yes, sir. You're correct. Perfect. Well, let's wrap it up. I do want to remind you uh, that if you're not subscribed, check out the Unmute Presents in your favorite podcast app. That'll give you a replay of today's call shortly thereafter and additional content. And Marty, how can people get in contact with us and wrap it up? Yeah. So if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at feedback at unmute.show or you can check out our website at unmute.show. As always, Herbie and Sheila, thanks for helping us out. We appreciate it as always. Everybody have a great week and stay tuned. Immediately following this is going to be Games to Play with Lady A. So go check that out. It's always fun. And everyone have a great week. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Have a good holiday. Thanks, y'all. Great. I'm going to end for all. 